Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Brain Talks, another new week. Um, we have two guests here with us today. Hello. Malata. Hello. Malata, you were late. Do not cut me off. I'm so sorry. I didn't. I don't hear anything. My computer is misbehaving very badly, but I'm here. Disgusting. Anyways. <laughs> We have Malata, who you guys should know very well. She's been getting a lot more comfortable with these. And we also have Janiel. I think it was Janiel's second, third time we're here. Second, yeah. Second. So that's who we have today, which is exciting. Um, our topic today is uh, we're going to be talking about purpose. So your purpose in life, living with a purpose, whatever. You know what? I forgot what we titled it, but purpose. That's that's the topic for today. Um, I wanted to start it off by talking about just defining what we believe purpose to be. So with me, I think, okay, when I talk, my mind kind of talks in incomplete sentences. So I hope the audience puts it together themselves because that's usually just, I talk in broken pieces. With, with, uh, with purpose, I feel like a lot of people tend to question why they were put on this planet. And there's, I guess, a various number of a bunch of different ways you can answer that, whether that's like in a religious sense or also just, I guess, how you are if you don't believe in in any of that. Um, But all of us, to me, were put here for a reason, because if you weren't put here for a reason, then why are you here? And that's what a lot of people tend to ask themselves. And I think it's it's hard to figure out why you were put here because I feel like a lot of people realize that or they question it a lot more once they come to or they live through a certain experience, um, whether that's like losing, for example, a loved one or coming to a, like a near-death experience. You know what I mean? I feel like that's what that's what makes a lot of people start questioning a lot um and we can just start off with that and then the ball just gonna it's just gonna keep rolling so whoever wants to take the mic or their take on that can snatch it (laughs) i guess i'll snatch it um yeah i like that you started off the bat like purpose as being like the very core of like why you're here um that's pretty metaphorical (laughs) um Sometimes it scares me to think in those terms. So for the time being, for myself, I kind of define purpose as um, what am I supposed to be doing in the current moment of my life? Uh, That's how I try to look at purpose, just so that I don't feel like I'm behind anyone or rushing to catch up with anyone. I kind of define what I want to happen in my life, what I see happening for myself uh, professionally, personally. And that's kind of what I use to assess if I'm doing the right things, um, if I'm making friends with the right people, things like that. Yeah, so um, purpose for me is um, mainly like your role in society. Like, it doesn't have to be like, like your family role, but like the purpose of like, it could be your family role. It could like be your responsibility of like, how, what you do in society and what you plan to do and how you impact how you think you might be able to impact uh, society. And um, one thing that uh, Yasmina had said, uh, maybe like some near death experience uh, about like finding your true like purpose, like 
I know like this example where like this lady got uh, her legs cut off. Um, like she fell off a train and she got her legs cut off. And like she was there um, dead. Like she was there like unconscious for like two days. And after they found her, um, she's managed to survive, right? So after that, um, the moment she like got her consciousness back, um, she had just like make, she had like this made like a little wish about like, I'm a climb Everest. Like, even though like it might be, ironic that she doesn't have her feet even though she wants to climb Everest um which now she probably has uh yeah she has uh, climbed Everest which I think she was like the first no she was like the third person uh with no legs to climb up Everest so that was like this one cool um example of what Yasmin had said you know there's something <clears throat> you know just mentioned um I feel like a lot of people tend to look at what they what other people want them to be rather than who they are so I came up I don't know why I always refer to literature but I love it I feel like it's it's such an amazing way to express yourself but um there is this one uh reading I did it was last year and it was the difference between who you are and what makes up who you are and I feel like with purpose, a lot of people tend to steer towards the what do everybody what does everybody else want me to be? And they rely on that so much that you kind of forget who you are because you want to be what everybody else wants you to be. So at that point, you don't know why you're there. That's why you don't know because you aren't looking for yourself. You're looking for yourself and other people, if that makes sense. And that's not what makes up who you are. So if for example, um, I know in a lot of families, like uh, my family, or not my family, like in a lot of families, they're like, oh, you either have to be a doctor, you have to be a lawyer, you have to be all these big things. And if you're not any of them, you're like a failure. And that's something that also plays like a huge role into who you are, because at that point, you're also doing what other people want you to do. And I feel like one way to kind of find yourself, which I actually did this for my college applications. Well, not college applications. To figure out what I wanted to do in college, I got this board and I was like, okay, what do I like doing? Like um, uh, a couple months ago, I wanted to go into pre-law, which I kind of do, but that's such a set, like black and white major, or whatever you want to call it, um, like a, a route to take. And, <clears throat> excuse me. And, when I was brainstorming the other day, I was like, no, I really like like those fake criminal cases you buy at Target. I really like um, doing things hands on. Like that's the type of person that I am. And I realized that is basically like forensic science. Like that's what I would enjoy doing a lot more than being like a lawyer or some sort of like attorney. I still love to do that, but I would steer because they're kind of in the same realm, but I would steer closer to forensics. and. I feel like if a lot of people can do that, um, at that point, you're on this journey or path to finding yourself. And once you find yourself, it's easier to know why you're there. But it's that's like one of those scenarios that it's easier said than done. You know what I mean? I don't know what anything I just said makes sense, but um, I just thought of it. No, it totally makes sense. Like, I completely get what you're trying to say. Like, you're trying to say that 
once you kind of really make sense of what you personally want to do, not what society wants you to do, you have like a much clearer path towards finding like your real passion and ambition. And I think like a really important reason why we're even having this discussion as a podcast episode is because a lot of people start to get depressed and anxious when they feel like they don't have a purpose, especially when we're in this kind of like weird developmental phase where we're not entirely sure what we want to do yet. And it feels like the only thing that we are doing is going to school. It's just like this weird phase where we're not really sure what we're meant to be doing. And I think that instead of like pushing kids to figure out what they want to do by the time they're 15, we should kind of embrace adolescence and teenagehood as like your time to figure yourself out and figure out what you want to do. I think that we should encourage kids to try a bunch of different hobbies and a bunch of different classes and various different interests to see what fits best for them. Um, And I know that once we get to college, we're kind of expected to pick a major. But I think like if you kind of drown out the societal pressure and just try a few different college classes, and have this freedom to pick your own schedule, I think that that's the best way to kind of get comfortable with what subjects you like and kind of feel a pull towards a certain discipline or certain career choice. I was, you know, that's so interesting because I feel this, I'm going to touch on so much of what you said. And you know what? I don't think I'm going to touch on them in order, but it's okay. Go for it. (laughs) You, you said something about expectations and that reminded me of like, I always hear this thing where it's, we always hear about expectations. Like, for example, you are uh, going, like how you said, you're going to college, you're expected to know what major you want to have, or you can't cho- you can't change your major, you can't do this, you can't do that. At, there's so many moments where if I hear these expectations, I tend to think like, where do they even come from? Like, where, who sets these set of rules, per se, that I guess society has, has to follow? And nobody to begin with should have that power because everyone's different. Not everybody's going to um, figure out their major uh, freshman year of high school. N- not a lot. Not everybody's like that. Okay. And also um, to touch on Malata's point about a lot of people who are depressed have this questioning of purpose. A lot of the time they ask this question of, okay, why am I here? And it's so hard to help someone figure that out because there's just so much difference in opinion like for example if somebody asked me why I'm here I would answer them in a religious sense but for example Malata or Janio here they wouldn't answer the same way I would because I'm Muslim they're not Muslim I don't I don't think right I'm pretty sure they're not but um they would have a completely different route to take and for for me, um, I believe that I was put on this earth to worship God. And if you don't want this kind of answer, like this religious answer, the best way I would go about it, which is not black and white, guys, not at all. It's actually very difficult if you think about it to answer something like this. But you were put on this earth for a reason. And you also don't want to answer the question in a sense that you're making it seem like you're put on this earth to do something because then I feel like, you know, you're pressuring them in a way. Um, but you, like, you were just put on this earth to kind of just be you. Being yourself puts you in a completely different bubble from everybody else. 
And I feel like a lot of people over overuse like the term that everybody else is different or like you're special or whatever, but that's true. You know, me, I have completely different thoughts or I think completely different way. And that's what makes like society so much better sometimes. Like for example, if I am looking at colleges, I'm going to go towards a college that has a more diverse way of thinking. I'm not going to go to somewhere that everybody thinks the same way because they want to fit in. I want to go somewhere where everybody wants to be themselves. And that way you're making a change by just being there. You know what I mean? So with purpose, you have to answer like a bunch of questions saying like, um, like, for example, I'm literally going off on just a bajillion tangents. I saw this this video, um, similar to what Jane was saying about having these ambitions. Um, I saw this video of a guy who got into a car accident. And beforehand, he was kind of, he was depressed. He got into a car accident. And at that point, after he was just so close to losing his life, he questioned. He was like, did I love enough? Did I live enough? Did I do enough? He, these three questions went through his head. and. At that point, you hit not rock bottom, kind of rock bottom. You kind of just hit a point where you realize you need to change something in your life to satisfy yourself. And you satisfy yourself through answering those questions. Did I do enough that I'm happy that I'm happy enough to basically like if I die, I'm satisfied. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes any sense, but like for example, I don't want to die and I have bad, like, and I left bad terms with a specific person, or I don't want to leave off on this note, blah, blah, blah. And that makes you have a purpose. Those small questions make you realize that you need to work enough during your life that you ended off satisfied. And that's also like kind of hard to do because sometimes satisfying yourself depends on the person depending on the expectations you set for yourself you know i just talked for so long and i don't even know what the point of me talking was to be honest i was just talking no but i think like that brought up like such an excellent point like what you were saying kind of got me thinking that like i don't know i feel i feel as though our society is obsessed with pushing young people, young adults and teenagers into finding this quote unquote purpose. But I think like a really important question for us to consider is, is like, do we even need to find a purpose to have a happy life? Um, I feel like when you're constantly searching for purpose and constantly wondering about why you're here and what you're meant to do and all these things, it could kind of suck the joy out of life. Uh, instead of being in the present moment, you're always going to be thinking about the future and what you have to do with the future. Um, and how much time you have to do it. And I think sometimes the best thing is to just kind of like take a step back and let things happen naturally and let things work out for you naturally. Um, instead of just constantly thinking about what was I meant to do here? Like, why was I placed here? Just like take it day by day, um, see what you're good at, see what you enjoy doing, see what you gravitate towards. And I feel like purpose is just going to be authentically and naturally carved out, if that makes sense. Oh my God. I'm losing a thought. Uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> oh, okay. There, um, I feel like a lot of people also look at, um, like, uh, what's it called? Influencers or actors, for example. And they realize, like, uh, for example, 
um, if I'm on social media, we have all these social influencers. We tend to like, I don't know if you guys thought about this. I've always thought about this, but maybe people will look at these social influencers like were these people put on this earth to um set these trends or do this or was this woman set to be an actor like when she was born she already had her life planned out for her i feel like that's how a lot of people think and similar to how mulatto was saying um you have to take it day by day instead of planning for the future a lot of people think all these people that have all this money and all the things they 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 would they 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 wish they could have in the world they had it so easy but i swear to god i can't name specific actors but i've come across so much and i've looked into their backgrounds some of them uh were in college like they had such normal lives before some of them maybe worked uh to be some sort of telemarketer or wanted to work in a funeral home so many of them have such a weird background you would have never guessed like this person is going to be famous one day and when we're taking it day by day like for example me i don't plan the future like i don't plan what i'm gonna do or look so far into the future because i feel like once i do that and i don't re- reach that expectation i'm gonna disappoint myself so to save myself from all of that i do this thing where i literally just i live by the phrase yolo like you literally just do what you think is right at that moment and you don't think about the worst case scenario and i don't know if that's a bad trait i actually had this conversation with someone the other day i don't know if having this trait of always preparing for the worst is a bad trait because sometimes it makes you steer away from decisions that could possibly help you but you don't decide to go through because you're thinking about the worst case and it holds you back a lot and <clears throat> this all ties back into purpose because once you're going through this like what's it called what's the word like this journey i don't even know what's yeah, once what transition man i don't even know once you go through something once you go through this life this thinking this way of thought whatever the word may be it's it makes it makes up who you are because the decisions you make make up who you are because i don't want to get so like Psycho. I don't want to go so much into the psychology aspect of it because that's going to make me talk for hours. I'd love to, but I don't want to. But it's it's so hard to think that way because a lot holds you back. And I don't know if that's bad or not. Sometimes it is. I don't know. But I just feel like touching on expectations and what people have planned out for them because Mulatto just reminded me of it. That's all I have to say. Yeah, and like, thank you for doing that. I literally wanted to like shout, like, oh my god, thank you, because I think it's such a big thing. I think expectations, especially in this generation of social media and overachievement, I think expectations are such a crushing pressure for kids our age. Um, I'm talking about like college applications and college decisions, like telling yourself that your life is going to go downhill if you don't get into a specific college. I know so many people that do that. And it's just so horrible and destructive because sometimes things don't go according to plan and it's really not anyone's fault. You could really have tried your best and put in your hardest effort, but sometimes things just don't work out that way. It doesn't mean that you're any less worthy and it doesn't mean that 
you don't have a purpose. It just means that there's a different path for you and there's another opening. So like another thing that I kind of wanted to talk about was how this pressure of purpose can make you feel like you're really like behind people. Um, Like I remember when Olivia Rodrigo first started becoming like a big pop sensation, I guess. I looked up how old she was and I saw that she was literally like only a few years older than me. I think when she released her first song, she was like 16 or something um, at the time. A few years past now, and I'm pretty sure she's like still a teenager. I'm, I don't even know. Maybe she's 20, but she was just so young when she started. And a similar thing with like a lot of YouTubers and Emma Chamberlain, people like that, like they start out very young and they seemingly get to these great places at like the age of 16, 17, 18. And as a kid that's the same age or maybe a little younger or a little older, you kind of sit there and you're like, oh my God, like, what am I doing wrong that these people are getting famous and rich and I'm just like going to school and doing my own thing. Um, Another example of that is Charlie D'Amelio on TikTok. She literally blew up overnight when she was 15 years old, became an internet sensation. Now she's like a multimillionaire. She has a show. She has clothing lines. So I think it's really easy as teens just like compare ourselves to those kind of people and feel like we're behind or feel like we're not doing enough. But I think it's just about realizing that like everyone has like a different path. And just because things aren't happening for you now doesn't mean they'll never happen. Just like do you is basically my advice. A lot of people, you just you just reminded me of something. You just brought up so many good points. But a lot of people always tend to compare like the, okay, how do I word this? Like for example, a doctor, people see a doctor as doing more work than maybe a social worker. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm going to try to, I have, oh my God, I can't, okay. No, no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Incomplete sentences are about to come up, but people tend to compare the workload between two different, um, I guess, ideas or jobs or whatever that they forget to realize what the outcome is like social workers do completely different things in comparison to a doctor a doctor may help you biologically may help you physically may help you with uh, health wise but social worker can help you just as much but looking at it from a different aspect so for example um if we're looking at, okay, forensic science, you're going to be looking at so many crime scenes, so many um, different things that you're going to help um, figure out, for example, who a killer is, right? Who, um, what happened to the victim, what this and that. And you're going to prevent maybe it from happening again. There, I feel like when people compare two different things that are completely, completely different, for example, like a forensic scientist and then uh a cardiovascular doctor. I don't know why that came to my head. That came, that was the first thing that came to my head. And they tend to forget that, oh my God, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, I don't have no idea. There's, there's just, it's so hard to word this. I think I figured it out. You're comparing two different, it's kind of like how Mulatto was saying, people want to live up to this expectation um, because of everything that's been around them uh, generations beforehand. And once you want to 
for example, if you have these two different professions and you want to live up to the uh, the one that apparently is more work per se, for example, the doctor, then a social activist, social worker is seen as less. And maybe because that's because the pay difference or that's because a lot of people just prioritize doctors or whatnot. And I feel like that's so that's so sad sometimes because you're putting a profession down and then someone might love it, you know? But also, if you like doing that, for example, if I want to be a forensic scientist, but it doesn't make as much money as uh, a doctor, I'm still going to go into it, even though somebody else wants me to be a doctor. Because once I once you go into something or once you do something that you enjoy doing, then at that point, you have a purpose. You, like, for example, you have a set goal. Like, if I'm in school, I have my set goal, and I'm studying criminology, or I'm studying criminal justice, I have a set goal to graduate with that degree. That's that's my purpose right now. That's my purpose of college. That's the purpose of college. That's the purpose of school. Um, and that's that's important in finding out what your purpose is for that period of time. Um, yeah, that's... That's that's what I was trying to say, but it just didn't come out in proper grammar. No, it was fine. I think we all got it. You're basically just Don't saying <laughs> I'm really not. Like you're basically just saying not to compare different people and their different professions because obviously different people are good at different things. Um some of us are more STEM oriented. We like science and you know, because of that computer technology, medicine, engineering, those are fields that are more appropriate for us. But then some of us are more artistically inclined or are better at humanities. And we go into other professions like law and politics and things like that. Um, it doesn't mean anyone is better than the other. And you shouldn't force yourself to kind of think in a different way just because you're worried that your purpose might not be as quote unquote important because there's really no such thing. Nobody has a more important purpose than anyone else. And I do think that we've kind of established um, for the first half of this podcast that um, purpose is kind of like an arbitrary idea. You don't necessarily have to know what your purpose is to have a good life. So kind of just like to close out, maybe let's talk about on the flip side, some tips that we could give to people our age and younger about how to kind of get a better sense of what your purpose and what your passion is? Okay. This is such a difficult question to answer, to be honest. But what I would suggest doing, it helped me a lot. But with me, for example, I really like having something drawn out in front of me. So what I do is I'll have um, a board and at this point, you have to find yourself, you need to busy yourself. And the best way to do that is figuring out what you enjoy and what you're good at. What you enjoy doing and what you're good at are two completely different things. I might enjoy cooking, but I might suck at it. But if I'm really good at literature, but I don't enjoy it, that means that, like, for example, I'm really good at, um, no, I'm not really good at math. Never mind. I'm really good at uh, building Legos, but I don't enjoy doing it every single day. I have a Lego car collection, guys, but I don't enjoy doing that every day because it hurts my fingers. Now, I also, okay, never mind. I enjoy the criminal cases, like I said beforehand. 
what you need to do is you need to figure out what you enjoy doing and what you're good at and then you need to find the connection and at that point once you find that connection it's going to help you so much in figuring out what you want to do not only later on in life or what you want to study but also what you could do in the moment to busy yourself and it forces you to have that end goal which i'm very like i'm going to emphasize it once you have that end goal at that point it's just automatically something where okay i have something to live for you know you like you need to find something that keeps you here and it keeps you satisfied enough that you're here with us you know that's my tip passing the mic a hundred percent i think my biggest tip would just be try 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 um get involved in a lot of different things even if you're not good at them at first try different things if something sounds interesting and you have the resources to try it out do it take a cooking class if that sounds like fun take a poetry class if that's something you're interested in literally just try anything and everything until you find something that clicks and feels like it belongs Um, And also keep in mind that you're not only finding like a purpose for career, um, that's obviously a very important thing to do, but also hobbies and things that you genuinely just enjoy doing for the fun of it, that can also give you purpose and help you kind of feel better and feel centered when you're feeling lost. So I would also say make time in your life to have fun and try out different things, travel to the city, try new food. go to different places, see different elements of culture, go to museums, go to opera if you can. Really just like whatever you can do to get a taste of the world, do it. Just try absolutely everything and see what you connect with, like Yasmin was saying. And who cares if it's weird? Who cares if there's two people in the cooking class? Take it. Preach. Preach. Who cares? I would love to do a cooking class, but I also don't want to burn down the building. Now, also, if there's something you're interested in doing, but it's not, it's not like, for example, it's not in your school. Like, for example, if you want to take a good class, but it's not in your school, try uh, finding it somewhere else. Because if you really want to do it, you will work for it. And if you don't have the motivation to go out and try new things, that's completely okay. But at, at some point, you're going to have to break out of it because nobody wants to be depressed. Nobody wants to sit in a room all day and have no motivation. You have to break yourself out of it. And that's, that's a self journey. You don't need someone else doing that for you because you will rely on that person. And it's never good to rely on someone to take you out of certain positions. And once you find your way out of that hole, I swear to God, life just becomes easier. And I touched on, I think we all touched on it when in one of our episodes where it's okay to be like with yourself to enjoy your own company. So if you want to learn about that, I'm plugging that here plug in for whatever episode season two by the way um but yeah if it's weird if it's seen as weird screw expectations screw society do what makes you happy don't do something else because your friend group wants to do it or because someone else wants you to be something that you hate doing because you're going to end up hating it you're not going to have as much fun and that's when you start to question why you're here most of the time not all the time 
But yeah. minorly adding on to his point, do what you love doing as long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else, obviously. That should go without saying. But yeah, um, hobbies and other interests that you pursue, um, it should be something beneficial to your well-being, whether that be physical or mental. So we definitely don't want to do things that we enjoy if we know that they're hurting somebody else or ourselves in any way, shape, or form. But like Yasmin is saying, if you're feeling like you're in a place where you're lacking motivation and energy, um, I think if you find something that you genuinely enjoy doing, that enjoyment is going to become your new motivation and you'll look forward to doing it. So we are running out of time for this week. So if anybody has any closing remarks or anything that they would like to mention that we haven't yet, please feel free to snatch the mic. Um, so adding on what to uh, on on adding on to what they said, um, well, like just trying out different things. Um, try and just like do random things that you might enjoy. Like even if you don't like it, just try it. Like you never know. Like if you've never fully experienced it, like somebody might say, um, what's like, it's like, just like, this shouldn't be like an example that, that could be applicable, but, um, you might say that dogs are better than a cat, but like, have you ever owned a cat or like had been with a dog or a cat? So like, you can't really say that you don't like something without experiencing it. And say for me, uh, even in my, like, like what I want to do in the future, um, I thought I would like coding. So I took a class for coding and turns out I hate coding as much as it sounds. It, it sounds cool, but like, and easy, but like at the same time, um, when I first started doing coding, it was like, it felt easy and I knew how to do it, but like, it just wasn't like really appealing to me. So from like, I just knew that I wouldn't do something in uh, CS or um, it's like. As per usual, I'm here again doing another recording. I actually did film a whole recording on the actual recorder, like the website I make edits to the episodes, to the audios, and it just came out so glitchy and laggy and staticky, and now I'm upset because it was a pretty long recording, and now I have to redo all of it, and I made some pretty good points, and I don't know if I'm going to make the same points right now, and it's stressing me out. But I just wanted to end off the, the episode better. I like doing this because, once again, like Zoom ends off in 40 minutes. We probably have to find something better, but excuse that. For now, I'm going to make another recording. I noticed that throughout the um, episode, I kept referring back to career. And I apologize for doing that. Malata kind of uh, pointed it out when she said, like, it's not just career-based. It also could be hobby-based, which is completely true. I'm just very focused on career right now because I'm a senior and I'm applying and I'm trying to figure out my life, um, <laughs> as we mentioned, expectations. So... I guess that's the best way I could make connections, which is like through the one thing I'm focusing on right now, which is um, career. But with purpose in general, I don't know if it's a bad habit of mine, but I, if I feel like I'm going to try to refer to purpose in a non-religious sense, because if I, if I refer to it in a religious sense, I feel like not a lot of people are going to be able to connect, uh, like to understand. Um, so I'm going to try a non-religious sense. Maybe that'll help better. Just like, just throw that out there. But with, when you're looking at it, uh, when you're looking at purpose with me, I feel like I always try to busy myself. If I don't busy myself and I'm just sitting here, I feel useless and I feel like I don't have a purpose. And a lot of people who are struggling with depression and anxiety always have that question. Like I mentioned earlier, like, why am I here? 
you feel like you feel alone. You feel like if you you don't have the sense of purpose, you feel like if you are gone, nobody's going to notice. And that's completely wrong. At least one person is going to notice. Your parents, somebody you went to school with. Um, by the way, if you are struggling with those thoughts, I always say, please DM us or reach us. Brainwave team's like, it's always here to help. But <clears throat> if it, once you feel that way, it's kind of hard to crack out that bubble. Coming from someone who used to think that way, it's upsetting. It's, it's really mentally deteriorating. I think I've actually used that phrase before, and I don't know if I'm overusing it. It's too bad. You're going to hear it again. But with me, I always busy myself. Like I said, if I'm not doing something, I feel useless. So I busy myself for that point in time. What I do, for example, I love building Lego cars. I have a collection. I love buying like a thousand piece puzzles. It's fun. It's something I do to busy myself because I have that. It's it's kind of something you do unconsciously or subconsciously. You just, you, I do something to busy my time. So it gives me something to do. And it gives me this goal because I feel like once I reach that goal, I feel like on top of the world, not on top of the world. Like I feel good enough. Like I feel good about myself that I did something productive. That's, that's it. Productive was the word. I feel productive. And once you feel that way, it's great. Like it's a great feeling for that point in time. And it takes you away from a lot. You just got to find something that puts you in that position that makes you feel better. And you have this sense of purpose for a short period of time, but it's not really like your life purpose. If you want to find that, you kind of just have to keep asking those, those questions that I mentioned earlier that are like, that's mainly surrounded by the idea with, are you satisfied enough that if you die, what, like, Today, you are satisfied enough that, you know, you die happy. And if you're going through, like, certain thoughts or suicidal thoughts and you um, complete and you go through with that, you won't die happy. You won't die satisfied. And that's upsetting to think if you really think about it. I feel like everybody should want to end off their life on a good note. And it's hard to, once again, come out that bubble of when you're constantly thinking that, you know, there's nothing here for you, there's no purpose, there's nothing, that it's so much easier to solve all your problems by ending it off. And you know what? That's, that's, That's not wrong. It is much easier. It's the easy way out. But it's not the best way at all whatsoever. And I feel like a lot of people just have to realize that there's so much for them we just have to put in the effort when we really don't want to and that's that's the truth of it we really just have to put in an effort we have to find a way we have to find something that motivates us and we have to get up and we got to do it you have to find your own purpose you have to figure out you have to satisfy yourself like i said don't satisfy yourself through other people or through other things you have to do it for you, not because somebody else is telling you to do it. And that's, once you, I always emphasize this, once you do it for yourself, that's when everything changes. Like, that's the game changer. Because then you don't rely on something else to make you happy. You know? Like, for me, these podcasts make, like, 
they relieve me, you know, they give me a sense of purpose at the end of the day, like every day, every recording day we have, it gives me a purpose. I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you guys and I'm hoping I'm helping some of you guys. It's giving me a purpose that I might be relatable, that I might be helping somebody who is suffering the same thing I'm suffering or I'm going through. It's, it's a good thing, you know? And I know a lot of touch on like, make sure you have a purpose that doesn't harm other people as well. You know, if, if uh, it needs to help you, um, it doesn't need to help other people. It'd be great if it did, but um, focus on yourself first. Then you can always move up if you desire. Um, but that's my take on purpose. And I think that's a good way to wrap it up. I feel like I'm missing so much points that I did in the other recording, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm also really sick. So that's why I sound pretty bad. But thank you guys once again for listening. Hopefully this is a entertaining episode. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye.